0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode six of the Superpower Your Brand podcast. In this episode, I talk about taking care of you while on your entrepreneur journey. So have a listen and let me know what you think. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends on your favorite podcast platform. Tonight, I am going to talk to you guys a little bit about taking care of you while on your entrepreneur journey. Um, journey one thing i've noticed um one thing i've noticed while on this journey of mine i've noticed people talk about teen no sleep or i'll sleep when i'm dead or you know saying that they're just go 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 18 19 20 hours of day kind of leaving other things to the wayside you know neglecting any other spot on the responsibility to the point where they are neglecting other responsibilities that they have, whether it's their spouse or their children or anything else that they have going on. And while those things are not the greatest things to do as well, What one thing I am going to focus on is you, you and you alone. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as an artist, um, they're are things that you need to do in order to keep yourself going, especially if your business is you, you know, you know, a lot of times if you have a business you might have and you have employees, you know, and thing, and something may happen to you or you may take ill, you might have, you might have employees to take over the ranks when you are, when you are, you know, down and out for a while. But when you are a solopreneur, when you are an artist, when you are an independent artist or independent um, actor, musician, anything to anything of the sort, you your business is you. And in order for you as your business to thrive, you need to take care of you. So I'm just going to give you a rundown of a couple of things that I feel should be done and I feel that you should recognize within yourself. And to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. So I'm just going to read um, an excerpt from an article that I had um, that I saw in for on Forbes.com that just touched a little bit about entrepreneurship and depression and the links to depression and mental illness and things of that nature. The this article was actually written a little bit after Anthony Bourdain um, committed suicide. So the author does the author of the article does make um, mention that along with Kate Spade, because um, she passed away, um, she committed suicide um, a little before him. And one of the one part of the article that really stuck out to me is this right here, and I'm going to read it. If I have learned anything during my entrepreneurial journey, it's that people who have ambition, vision, and big dreams tend to suffer from what the author calls a first-rate madness. The genius is often offset by battles with personal demons. That there is a link between creativity and mental illness is um, that there is a link between creativity and mental illness is known to some extent. Details regarding that link are mostly unknown entrepreneurs if nothing else are creators they thrive on the unknown and live to create something out of nothing with that drive however comes an increased a increased risk of depression and mental illness and that kind of stuck out to me because I feel like a lot of people who are who have built their own businesses who have um um achieve some success as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as an author, as a writer, as a musician, or anything of that nature. They seem to be a little nuts, and I'm I'm not saying that I'm not saying that term to make fun of anyone. I'm just saying when you think about some people who have su- achieved certain levels of success and how they act um, how they um act in the public eye, you might think that um like that just that just might be the first thing that comes to mind the first person that comes to mind when I think about that is um Steve Jobs and people close to him who are, or who, people who have worked with him have stated um you know just their interactor- interactions with him whether you know some people called him a jerk <laughs> some people um said that he wasn't always clean I think um he walked around like he was smarter than everyone else. And, you know, no one could touch his genius. No one could touch his creativity. No one more innovative than him and things of that nature. But a lot of things, those things are related to, a lot of things are related to uh, mental illness. Another example, which I am not, I'm just going to sweep over because he is not my, he's not really my favorite person is Kanye West. Think about how he's been acting lately. Um, you know, in terms of, especially, you know, especially in the public eye. And, but at the same time, people, people believe that those two people are geniuses in their own right. So, yeah, there are, I feel like there is a link between um, going the, I'll say the offbeat and like, you know, not going go i forget the term i'm forgetting the term right now but basically going off the basically going off the regular path and marching to the beat of your own drum there is people do equate that to people do see that as a little bit of madness in that because who wants to quit a high who wants to quit a high paying job six fig you know six figure job salary rate benefits you know Certain amount of vacation times per year, and who wants to throw all of that away to start their own job? uh, Start their own business that may leave you penniless. I think there is a little bit of madness in that, but at the same time, if you are if you are an entrepreneur at heart, if you are an artist, and if you are an independent artist at heart, you really don't care about that, and that that money means nothing to you. Those benefits mean nothing to you, and those Um, all those perks that do come with a corporate job mean nothing to you because they don't make you happy. And so, like I said, people call us crazy when we say that we're going to have our own business or when we say we're going to be an actor or when we say we're going to be a singer or things like that, but we do it anyway, don't we? So, but I think what you have, I think what you have to remember is that while you're on whatever journey that you're on. You have to remember to take care of yourself and your men- and your well-being, your physical health, your mental health, and all of that. So first thing I'm going to address is the entrepreneurs I see that say team no sleep. I'm going to be honest with you. I am no good to my clients if I do not have proper rest. I am going to give you some ugly colors and throw, you, and throw some random images together and put some text in there that has no business being in there and all of that because I'm not thinking straight and I'm not thinking properly. I don't know how people, I don't know how people can properly serve their clients or their customers or give their best performance if they're not going to if they're not getting the proper rest so no i am not team no sleep i am team get as much rest as possible which is even though i'm working a lot i still do make sure that i am in bed at a certain time if i know that there are, if i know that i am going to be on assignment especially if i'm on a makeup job that, and you know, being on those movie sets at like, you know, 12, 13, 14 hours a day, and then I have to get up and do the same thing the next day, I kind of have to mentally prepare myself to not really, I probably have to mentally prepare myself to not sleep that I, or basically if I have it in my mind, okay, I'm only getting five hours today. Let me do something else, whether it's resting between, um, resting between scenes, which as a makeup artist, as a makeup artist on set, I actually do have a fairly decent amount of downtime. Once I, uh, most of my job happens in the morning when I have to put makeup on everyone. And then the rest of the day is pretty much touch up. But I do like to be behind the camera just to make sure people, just to see how people look Um, on camera, because if if they don't look right, I'm going to fix it. But other than that, I do do what I can just to, even if it's just to just sit and decompress and do, you know, kind of do nothing with my mind and my body for a second before having to get up and do and go back again. And I think that you can translate that if you are a business owner and just taking some time to, even if it's just five, 10 minutes to just rest and do nothing. Um, If you're working a corporate job that is very demanding, you know, just even, I'm pretty sure you have a lunch hour. Hopefully you have a lunch hour. If you don't take that to your labor department, (laughs) the, um, the, um, make sure, you know, just take five minutes, 10 minutes meditate um if you're a person of faith pray um do something um do something to just ease your mind especially if you are especially if there are people around you either getting on your nerves or being super unreasonable or demanding or whatever stressors are around you for at that particular time just make sure to take time away and just do nothing for five minutes. I try to do that as much as I, I try to do that as much as I can throughout the day because my day start as, especially since my day starts at around eight in the morning and then it ends at around nine or 10 o'clock at night. So, and if, and that's Monday through Friday and on the week and on, and in October and November, a lot of times it's through the weekends as well because I, um, do a lot of horror makeup and stuff. Um, for Halloween and other um, fall-related activities. So, the next thing I, a uh, next thing I see, another thing that equate um, equates sleep is um, the I'm sleep. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Crowd, I think that's a surefire way for you to get to that grave a little sooner. So, again, just reiterating what I just said. Make sure that you are getting the proper rest because if you you think that you're functioning, but from what I've seen there, I don't see too many um, people um, functioning that well. The, especially people, especially those who are parents. Now, I'm not going to speak on this too much because I'm not a parent myself, but I take cues from my own mother. My mother was, um, my mother was the queen of rest, even when I was I can't say a baby, can't remember from when I was a baby or when I was a toddler, but when I was little, I knew not to disturb my mother if she was resting. (laughs) And I, um, and that was just the thing. She, I feel like because she took care of herself the best that she could, she did a better job at taking care of me growing up. You know, she always rested when she wanted to, if she wanted some, if she wanted a new outfit to make herself feel better, she'd go do that. If she wanted to get her hair done, she'd go do that. If she wanted to go out, she my mom my mom loves dancing. She went out and did that. I was fine. I had a lot of family to take care of me. Um, and now, and also, there's and if there wasn't family, there were babysitters. Although I don't recall ever being with a babysitter, I think I was always with family. So. And I know that everybody does not, do not have those same luxuries um, in regards to their children, but I let my, I let my entrepreneur friends with children know that if they need to a day to, or just a little bit of time to decompress, and if I'm available and if I'm available, they can can totally pawn their children off to me for a few hours. (laughs) And, um, and then when you're and then when you're done decompressing and getting and getting yourself together, you come back and pick them up. And I feel like there's just there's just certain things that you can do to make sure that you are taking care of you. Um, the main thing I want to go in um, go into is the link between mental health and depression and entrepreneurship is, and and basically what I began this live video with. The, um, the excerpt, another excerpt that I have taken from the same article that I've, mm, that I've, um, why have I, why have I lost my train of thought? I don't know why because I'm looking for the excerpt. I'm sorry, I found it. <laughs> there, another thing that I want to give you an example, and it's someone I actually do um, I do follow uh, quite a bit, someone that Arthur mentions, Mark Cuban. Um, because one of the things that I want to touch on between mental illness, um, depression, anxiety, and entrepreneurship, is that i feel like a lot of people are unaware that they are suffering with these things and because of and because they are unaware or don't want to acknowledge that they are suffering with these particular things they they are not um that that is causing them to not succeed within their business or sometimes they are aware of these things but they don't necessarily know how to get help or know what to do um with their with their situation that is, their business is suffering so one thing um one thing that i want to the first thing i want to address or one thing that i want to address that you kind of have to take a step back and look at yourself and think you know could i be um could i have an undiagnosed mental health issue could i be suffering with depression could i be suffering from mental um could i be suffering from anxiety um or is my feelings completely circumstantial and then once things are going better then i will um then i will feel better it depends on it depends on what you know your personal your own situation is And in my opinion, I feel like you can't really diagnose yourself. You have to be diagnosed by a doctor. So one thing we all get, a lot of us, I can't say we all, we all should, but a lot of us do get physicals every year with your primary care doctor. I think it is a good idea to have mental wellness wellness checks too. I know that a lot of people don't feel the same way I do. However, look at the world around you. There are people out here completely running rampant and we don't know why. And I feel like I know why, but I feel like if people were a little bit more self-aware of their issues and their demons, then we all get, and then we'd all get on with our lives a little better. I will share um, with you that I've always had my own little things with Um, depression and anxiety. And I feel like it's been more prevalent since I started um, working um, for myself, but it goes, it really goes back and forth. I realized after speaking with a doctor, I realized I've had anxiety since I was a child. Since I was eight, nine years old, I constantly pulled, I constantly pulled my hair. There are little spots that, that are there are little spots in my hair that is short shorter than the rest because I seem to always pull in the same spot and that has followed me all through adulthood and I, I didn't realize until I was an adult that that is that was due to anxiety. I know that I start because my doctor asked me when I started doing this I was like as far as I remember I would I always did this and he um, linked it to that. I have been, I have been um, diagnosed in 2015 or 2014. No, earlier than that. It was like 2012 or 2013, actually, that I was diagnosed with clinical um, depression. And at first I thought it was circumstantial that if it was that, you know, once my situation gets better, once my business gets off the ground, once I'm making more money, I will feel better, quote unquote. But then I got to a point in my business where I was doing a lot better and I was making a good amount of money and I still didn't, and I still didn't feel better. Now I'm afraid. Now I'm afraid of losing it all. And now I'm afraid of, and now I'm afraid of, oh, I have all these clients. What happens when I get, what happens when, you know, I make a mistake on a client and what happens when I um mess up on a project and what happens if I do this? what happens if I do that? I built up this clientele and I built up this good client list, and now all I could think about is losing them so I feel I talk about this a lot with a very good friend of mine who also um who also has her own dealings with depression and i I asked you know where. We feel bad about our, it's like like you feel down about yourself when you are, when your business is down. And then when your business is up, all you can think about is it failing. And (laughs) the, it's that, it's that constant self-sabotage. And the thing is, you know, and if it's something that you only understand if you are dealing with the same thing, and if you know, all of that sounds kind of silly and you know that you should, um that a lot of the things that you're thinking are probably not even true, but but then there's another side of you that is that, that those feelings feel very real for you. And those feelings are, um, you know, just, just as real as the part, as the objects that you can touch and the, and the things that you are, and the things that you are around you. So My personal dealings with that is kind of taking a step back and kind of stopping myself and kind of kinda telling myself to be quiet and this is just the anxiety talking or this is just the depression talking. And I kind of gotten very good at talking myself down from that. The if you are if you are not to that point, I feel I am a huge advocate for um, you know, therapy. And while other people may not agree with me, I do agree that if you do need any type of, um, any type of, um, medication, that will help you with the imbalance within, um, you know, the chemical imbalance within your body, because that is what, um, depression and anxiety is. It is, it is an actual chemical imbalance. They, um, you if those things will help you go and get those things the what i can tell you about another thing with depression and depression anxiety and entrepreneurship is that sometimes you do have to step back and sometimes sometimes you do have to take a step back and re and redo things, and maybe rethink things, and re-strategize, and that is totally okay, too. Um, that is one thing that I am in the process of doing right now. I am I have taken on a contract role that is pretty much a full-time job. It is one client who is paying me on retainer um, a certain amount per month that is pretty much a salary, but you know, I was still I still need the other job um the other jobs within my contract um well, the other jobs within my design business, you know, to add add on to that to still make a living. Still, you know, just because you are going through these things doesn't mean that your bill stopped. So and I sought that out because I needed to restrategize and rethink and rebrand and redo um, certain things within my business, actually certain things within all of my businesses. I own, I own three at you for those who are new to the group. And for the, for those who don't know me, I do own, I have a design, I have a business in design, I have a business in production solutions, and I have a business and I have an online, um, and I'm also an online retailer. I am not going to take too much of your time today until next time. I will see you guys later. I said good night. Bye. winners. Thanks for tuning in to the Superpower Your Brand podcast. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and share with your friends on your favorite podcast platform. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join the Facebook community, Power Brands and Messy Hands, find your brand superpower. Ready to really superpower your brand? Get more info at www.powerbrandcourses.com.